0: To see, uh, I was praying at the, uh, the Des Plaines City Council meeting last night, and I was praying, what if the fire of God just fell right now? that <laughs> we didn't even get to the business of it. I was thinking, I was just thinking, God, what, did, what would it take for you to show up as you did in days of old? And um, I don't know about you, but my heart hungers for revival. Yes. The problem is, is we can't create revival. That's the, We can't do God's job. We can't manufacture miracles or signs and wonders or uh, some type of move of God. We can't make that happen. We can't do God's job, okay? We can't tell God how to do his job, okay? But what we can do is our job. And that's what I want to talk to you about tonight. I'm just going to give you a few verses um, here. We need to get ready to cooperate with God and let revival start in us. I'm going to ask my assistant to bring me my prop for tonight. Thank you, Mark. Thank you so much. Lovely job. No special tricks or anything. Um... But there was an English revivalist named Gypsy Smith and what Gypsy Smith would do is he would draw a circle in the ground and uh, since I want to draw on the carpet in here I'll use my hula hoop that we borrowed from our children's ministry and um, he would draw that circle in that city in the church wherever he was and he would kneel down in the circle And he would pray out loud, and this would be his prayer. Lord God, send revival and start right here in this circle. That would be his cry. He would just say, Lord, right here in this circle, send revival. I think that gets to the heart of our job in revival. That gets to the the heart of obedience, of, of faith, of crying out to God saying, God, here I am. I want to see you move in my life. I want to see you move in my family, in my church, in my community, in my nation. It's that drawing the circle, kneeling down and saying, Lord God, send revival and start right here in this circle. And I believe that's what we want to do with our hearts tonight. And so this is nothing profound, but I'm going to give you four steps to revival as I was just praying this week. And, um, Nothing profound here, just some thoughts and some scriptures that I want to give you before we pray. And the first step to revival is that we need to humble ourselves. You need to humble yourself. God only works with humble people. That's the prayers that are heard. It's the prayers prayed in humility. And I want to give you a passage of scripture that you can meditate on, maybe even tonight. As we're about to go into a season of prayer and and back into worship, but but maybe you want to meditate on this verse of Scripture, James 4, 6 through 10. But he gives even more grace to stand against such evil desires. As the Scriptures say, God opposes the proud but favors the humble. So humble yourselves before God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come close to God and God will come close to you. I like that. Draw near to God, he'll draw near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. Let there be tears for what you have done. Let there be sorrow and deep grief. Let there be sadness instead of laughter and gloom instead of joy. Verse 10, humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up in honor. Let's begin with humility. Coming before God, humbling ourselves before him. I, here. I can just talk loud if we need to. But um, is we need to confess and repent of our sin. That's the next step to revival. First of all, we humble ourselves. The second step is that we confess and we repent of sin. We deal with the sin in our life, we purge that from our life. And I, I can't think of a better passage of Scripture than Psalm 139, 23, and 24. Search me, O oh God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you, and lead me in the path of everlasting life. So we need to do that. We need to deal with the sin in our life. We need to. We don't even know all the issues that we have, and that's why we sometimes have to say, Holy Spirit, show me where I need to 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 change. I, I need something different, and. In the book of Romans, when we actually get to it, it'll talk about that we would be sensitive to the Holy Spirit, that we wouldn't offend the Spirit or offend the Spirit working in someone else's life, that if God tells you to do something, just be obedient and do it. That's what we need to do, that sensitivity to God, that the things that are not of Him are just taken away out of our life, and we are sensitive to what God is doing in our lives. So deal with that sin, confess that sin, repent of that sin, and, um, and that's a step of revival. The third step of revival is to read and live God's word. To read and live God's word. God gave you his word so that you would know his heart. The passage of scripture I'm going to give you, we're not going to read it tonight, but is Psalm 119. Psalm 119 is not only the longest chapter of the Bible, it is a chapter of the Bible about the word of God. And so I want you to just meditate your way through Psalm one nineteen as you pray for revival in your life. Let me just give you one verse. In verse four, it says, "You have laid down your precepts." Excuse me. You have laid down precepts that you that are to be fully obeyed. You lay down precepts that are to be fully obeyed. God tells us in His Word exactly what He wants us to know, exactly what He wants us to do. We got to. We have to get God's Word and. That's word inside of us that, that helps to get the sin out of our life as well. The last thing we do is we pray. is we pray, that's the last step to revival, to just pray and cry out to God. One of my favorite chapters in the Bible of crying out to the Lord is Isaiah 64. Maybe you want to open this passage of Scripture as we move into a, a time of prayer and lay it out before you. But it just begins this way. Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down, that the mountains would tremble before you. And just continues through that chapter crying out for a move of God. And and so that's something that we can do is that we can pray. I'm going to ask them just to, to dim the house lights as we move into a time of prayer. And what I'm going to ask you to do, Candace is just going to come and play quietly on the keyboard for a while. And I'm going to ask you to draw your circle now. I'm going to ask you to find a place somewhere in the sanctuary Maybe you want to go out in the lobby. I don't know. But you just want to find a quiet place where you can draw your circle, where you can get on your knees, and you can say, Lord, send revival and start in this circle. Maybe you want to open your Bible to one of the passages that we just read and you just want to begin to meditate on the Word of God and allow it to get inside of you. I just want to say this, that there's a principle of, of the spiritual kingdom of God that says this, that, that what's done in secret will be brought into public. And we always think of that in a negative way. That if I sin in secret, it will be exposed in public, and that's true. But there's a positive element of that as well, and that is if, if I am seeking God in secret, it'll begin to play out in public. And so what we need to do tonight is find our secret place with God. And, um, and the worship from here on out is, is designed just to connect us to the Lord. And so maybe even in the carpet, you want to draw a circle with your finger and get on your knees and begin to pray. Or maybe as we're just praying, I'm just going to leave this here. You just want to come up here and just kneel for a moment inside of this circle and say, God, send revival and start right here inside of this circle. But this is our time to draw the circle. So I'm going to pray. And now we're just going to go into a season of prayer. And I'm going to ask you to move from where you're at and find a place of prayer. Maybe it's in the pews. Maybe it's up front. Maybe it's in the back. Like I said, it is warmer in the lobby if that's a place you want to pray. And I ask if people are praying out there that we just respect that. But I just want us to spend some time with the Lord tonight. Before we sing a few more songs, and and again, those songs from here on out are, are designed to focus us in on the thought we've had. But this is just our private moment with God. So as I pray, just move from where you're at and find that secret place with God. Again, draw that circle if you want to, but just meet with the Lord. God, we love you tonight. Lord, it's not complicated. We can't make you move God we can't bring revival on our own God we can't produce signs and wonders or manufacture what only you can do but God we can be obedient to your word and we can humble ourselves and we can repent of our sin and we can just get your word and begin to dive in and we can pray And Lord, I pray that tonight that we would find our circle, that you begin to send revival to that circle. Lord, we draw a circle around the sanctuary, around our church. We say, send revival and start right here. And may it spill out of our circles. And God, may you send revival in 2012 as we have never seen. Lord, we just find that place of prayer right now we draw that circle and we meet with you. In Jesus' name. Find your place of prayer and let's just uh, have that moment with God. And you just want to come up front to the circle here just as a gesture before the Lord. You can do that as well.